0: Newsbreak podcast. It's a very, very painful process because the ruling was viewed by families across the country as a window of an opportunity, you know, for the National Prosecuting Authority to build some sort of an impetus. And a similar process would have happened for many, many other families. But the painful reality is that the wheels of justice are turning very, very slowly. And every single day that passes simply means justice delayed, justice denied.
1: So, Imtiaz, you have been fighting for justice for your uncle for more than twenty years. What is the next step in this long journey that you have been undertaking?
0: Well, we now wait for the Supreme Court of Appeal in Bramfontein to hear Rodriguez's legal team' leave for appeal, and and we are quite comfortable and confident that you know that the SA will disperse his application. But he then has another avenue. You know, he can then take the matter to the Constitutional Court in Bramfontein, which is the highest court in the country, and it is only after. That particular process is completed. You know, a criminal trial can commence against him.
1: So do you feel a sense of betrayal that the state is covering the cost for the accused?
0: As at this particular day, I mean, you and I as taxpayers have paid the, the legal bill for Joe Rodriguez. And a application that I submitted to the Department of Justice, they had indicated a cost of approximately 3.5 million rands to cover his legal costs. And yet I, as the fourth respondent in the matter the Supreme Court of Appeals, totally depend on the Foundation for Human Rights and Weber Wenzel's to cover my legal cost. So the question then gets asked, what sort of justice is there for many, many families that have suffered during apartheid and also in a democratic South Africa have got to place this burden on their shoulders to totally depend on civil society for them to cover the legal costs. And that is why our appeal goes out to the ANC-led government of the day, that it is their moral responsibility to ensure that there's justice for all our fallen heroes and heroines, all our martyrs. And the only way they can do this is by ensuring that the apartheid-era cases get reopened and families get through justice, they get some form of closure, and apartheid-era perpetrators get punished for the heinous crimes.
1: So do you feel that in post-apartheid democratic South Africa you are still not able to get your day in court.
0: I belong to the apartheid-era victims family group. And families across the country have got the same concerns that I have. They want our voices to be heard. They want government to investigate their cases. They want this to happen immediately. And that is why we're making a concerted effort and an appeal to the ANC-led government. They cannot justify the challenges that they face by ignoring the plight of their own cadres who were brutally murdered, and their blood and sweat ensured that their fellow comrades can be in the corridors of power today. And yes, they have to take responsibility that they have dismally failed, and some might call it an absolute betrayal. And it is totally understandable when we as family members refer to them as betraying their comrades. But that is why we continue reminding them that it is still never too late, and in that way pay the ultimate tribute to our fallen heroes and heroines, Which means restoring their dignity.
1: Newsbreak, Lotus FM, powered by SABC News.